Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. Drew Young has has somehow managed to find my least favorite Christmas song ever. What? It is I hate this song, so I love Christmas music, and I'm glad that we're now finally in the time where people generally accept it um, because I think it's good on November 1st. I think it's Christmas season starting November 1st, but a lot of people disagree. And we're playing Christmas tunes, and Drew finds the one I hate. I don't understand you, Chris. It's so what bad. What in the world? It's it is so, the greatest. And by the way, I have a Dolly Parton take that is not going over well. So we'll get to that next hour. It's not... It's not going over well for me. So uh, Scott Jagow is in from the newsroom. Brad Young in for Amy. I'm Chris Ranji. And you talked to Stu McMillan, our guy in the newsroom, your our other guy in the newsroom, about violent Christmas films. Well, no, it's about movies that are not considered Christmas movies because everybody knows the same, you know, Th- Miracle on 34th Street and The Christmas Story. And It's a Wonderful Life. And those are all lovely. But I'm talking about if you want an alternate choice, you have to look a little deeper. These movies that we're talking about all have Christmas scenes in them that are wonderful in, you know, sometimes a little bit of a violent way. Let me give you an example. The Godfather is a Christmas movie. They have an amazing Christmas scene where Michael is walking with Kay. Don't spoil on it the for sc- me because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't want to get kidding? into this. You've no, never sorry, guys, let's not well, make this I gotta, a whole I, thing. I, well, I don't even want to. Never seen The Godfather? I'm going I know. To. I know. This is like I'm going to. Oh my no! I we swear have to I'm take his. We have to make his, a his, thing out of that. Yeah, his <laughs> dude. Oh, his dude movie. chip has just been removed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm going to. I promise. <laughs> okay. But I'm gonna finish my scene here, just because. It doesn't ruin the movie to say this, but anyway, so they're walking, there's snow falling and Christmas music playing, and then they cut to Luca Brasi putting on a flak jacket. It's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. That's one. So I have two mafia movies. Goodfellas is also a Christmas movie. They have a Christmas party at the bar, and Mm -hmm. they walk in. They just pulled off the heist, and Mm -hmm. Jimmy's standing there, Robert De Niro, and they're wearing fur coats, and they have a pink catalog that they just bought out front. And Jimmy goes ballistic because they're spending the money from the heist yes. on flashy things. I know the scene. It's great. And Christmas music's playing in the background. And my final one is Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. Awesome yeah. Christmas movie because uh, the drill sergeant character, who was actually a drill sergeant in Lee real life. Ermy? Yeah. Le- uh, yeah, that sounds yes. right. He passed away in the last couple of years. Lee Ermy. Yeah, That's he it. was amazing. That's and it. and there's a scene where it's Christmas Day, and he sings Happy Birthday to Jesus, and yeah. then says, you know, this whole spiel about how they're going to get rid of communism, you know, through the Marines, yeah. and it's beautiful. <laughs> what See, and I appreciate that, okay, you're not necessarily calling movies like Die Hard, and by the way, Die Hard, the Christmas movie, is my least favorite debate in history. Um, at least you're acknowledging that it's just because there are Christmas scenes in them, but they're not necessarily Christmas films. I know that. 
but I'm just but having fun with the idea yeah. of it. And I appreciate you acknowledging it because <laughs> the diehard thing, I can't stand it. I can't do it anymore. It's just simply not. It's not. It takes place around Christmas. But it isn't about Christmas. No. And there's a difference. And none of these are. And you are. acknowledge that. I, yeah. Thank you, Scott. It's more fun, though, to talk about it as a Christmas movie. Sure. And, and also the theme of, of violence and mafia. I mean, you know, when these people, when people write these films, you know, they're like, well, let's put a Christmas scene in there in between all the murdering. I like <laughs> so, it. So, I mean. It does break things up. But see, my, my middle daughter and I, every year, in fact, we're, we're, we're picking our date now for next week. Where we watch Die Hard as a Christmas movie, okay, so we so we do every. It's a tradition in some every, families. I'm, I'm happy you're happy. I'm happy you're happy. But okay. Uh, so speaking of movies, for my roaming St. Louis this week, I went to a place that most people probably do not know exists. You mentioned it in the hallway earlier. And you didn't know I had what no it was. What you're talking about? It's called the Arcaden Movie Theater. It is in Bevo Mill. It's spelled A R K A D I N, pronounced Arcaden, and it's a married couple who opened it a few months ago. I mean, they kind of opened it before the pandemic, but obviously they had to put it on hold. But it's a 50-seat movie theater, and it has an outdoor theater as well for the summer months. And they have these amazing events. One of them is called Drinkless Cage. It's their most popular event. It is a drinking game while you watch a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> and they have rules specific to the movie. Okay. So it could include screaming, it could include certain lines that he says, and then you have to drink. It's so popular, the tickets sell out in like five minutes. So you have to be ready to pounce when they open the tickets for that. Uh, some other things they do, they do a silent movie night. They also have a, a night where everyone brings in a tape of some movie or documentary or something, and they all and everybody votes on what they want to watch. So whoever has the most votes... <laughs> They play that tape. How fun. Like Isn't that, that fun? Is fun. fun. Isn't That's it cool? Great. That is a great idea. Great bar. They have a, a they have an outdoor. They have and an they have outdoor? an outdoor theater, too. Okay. They have a painting in the lobby of Nicolas Cage and Orson Welles having a cocktail together. It's a painting, obviously. But yes, yes. It's beautiful. That's great. How'd you find out about it? I got a tip. I got a hot tip. Okay. I don't want to reveal my sources. Uh, exactly. But. <laughs> you, you don't have to do that. <laughs> the Arcaden Theater. Yes. It, oh. It's great. So it's not like take a shot every time Nicolas Cage screams, right? Uh, it's something along those lines. Wait, is there is that a drinking game? Well, it this is Drinkless Cage is the name of the drinking game oh, that they I, do at the theater. I was asking if the one that Drew's talking about is a common uh, drinking game. Okay, it no, this, be, that's that's I'm sure that they keep it to a, a, a limit, you know, in terms of how many times you have to drink so that you don't have a bunch of passed out people in the, the movie theater, but. But yeah, there there are rules that they set up before the movie starts. Do you know what the thing of mm. my problem with drinking games is? I I'm drinking in between the drinks. Yeah. So what do I do? <laughs> it's like not even You're a defeating the purpose. It's not even a game <laughs> at that point. Um. So three good things and um. A Chat with Stumac and uh, three good things I have in the 8 and 9 o'clock hour of Sunday, as well as roaming St. Louis. And then I do my chat with Stumac on Sundays about 6.50. That's early. It's early, but it's it's well worth, it's worth it. listening. We have a good time, and it's one of my new segments we've been doing the last few months. Stu's the best. He is. This theater sounds awesome. It is. The Arcaden Cinema and Bar on yeah. Graboy. Yep. Make Depot sure you Mill. check it out. Awesome, man. Thanks, I, Scott. I think they do have a drinking game for the Grinch as well. I mean, not there, but... I oh, think the there Grinch is a movie? drinking game. Yeah. 
I don't understand I hate, I hate why you hate that song. I don't know. I just I don't. can't get my mind around that. Oh, I wouldn't touch you with a ten. Oh, That's up, awesome. Dude, it's so bad. I hate it. I'll listen to Drew over here. Thanks, Scott. All right, thanks. Scott J. Guy, we'll talk to you next Friday. Listen to him Sunday morning. Uh, three good things in roaming St. Louis. It's Brad Young and Chris Ranji. Hour two, three, whatever of the show is next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.